Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Blue Jackets fans, happy Monday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So we uh, we found out the 23-man roster that the Blue Jackets are rolling with to start the regular season. This is not necessarily an opening night roster. Guys could get called up, guys could uh, get sent down, etc, etc. But this is, as it stands, the uh, the 23-man roster as allowed by the NHL that needed to be set by uh, yesterday, I believe. So we're going to talk about that. And we've also got a mailbag got a couple of questions in there and we'll also uh check in with the monsters which should be uh exciting but we'll start off with the uh the opening night roster and then lead into the monsters because they're kind of kind of linked together so um the are a couple of guys on waivers that we need to to deal with. So the Blue Jackets assigned Gavin Bayreuther, Justin Danforth, Liam Foody, and Daniil Tarasov to Cleveland. They also had to put Gabriel Carlson, Miko Lennon, and Kevin Stenland on waivers. Uh, this leaves the roster at 24 players, uh, but that does include Trey fix who has been injured uh, basically this entire year. I think he got hurt like pretty early on in last season. Um... He's out with a knee injury at the minute, so he didn't take part in any of camp, any of preseason, etc. So I imagine he'll go on IR at some point, and then they'll send him down to Cleveland when he's healthy. Um, so that leaves the Blue Jackets at the, the necessary 23 players. So the 23 players that we've got uh, for the forward, we've got Bebstrom, Bjorkstrand, Chinakov, Domi, Hoffman, Jenner, Corrali, Line, Nyquist, Robinson, Roslovic, Sillinger, Texier, and Voracek. That means both Sillinger and Chinikov have made the team out of training camp. Um, Max Domi is back uh, one or two months ahead of schedule. It was a four to six month injury, and we are right on that kind of four month cusp. Um, the, there was a really great article, actually, um, by Jeff Svoboda, Jackets Insider, where he talks about how the Blue Jackets kind of let Domi do his own thing in terms of rehab. So he did a lot of uh, rock climbing and a lot of swimming, as opposed to more typical rehab stuff. And apparently that was uh, really great in terms of, um, you know, getting to go at his speed. And obviously, you know, it's worked. He's back. He's healthy. Uh, he scored a really good goal against the Penguins on Saturday night in the final preseason game, uh, and so he was a, a real, a real surprise. I assumed that he would be starting the season on on the IR. Um, he's not. He's back, which does unfortunately mean that likely uh, that would have been Liam Foodie's spot or potentially Kevin Stenland. Um, but again, I. I Imagine if Kevin Stenland clears waivers, we will definitely see Liam Foodie up here at some point this season. We'll see Stenland up here at some point this season. Um, it's just Domi is healthier sooner than they thought, which is, you know, never, never a bad thing. And um, I thought he looked really good considering uh, 
Uh, it was his first game, and he had, you know, he'd been taking part in practice for a couple of days without his non-contact jersey. Um, and yeah, I liked that line of him, Jenna, and uh, Cole Sillinger. I thought that was a, a pretty decent, pretty decent line. I thought it was uh, maybe not the best line, but it was it was definitely up there. So good, good signs for Domi. Um, in terms of defensemen, it looks like we have picked our five and six defensemen from the like eight million defensemen that we have. Uh, so you know, obviously top four we knew Wierenski, Gavrikov, uh, Jake Bean, and Adam Boquist, and then Harrington. You know, the seventh defenseman. We all knew this, and then it looks like Dean Kukan and Andrew Peak have uh, impressed Brad Larson enough to take the fifth and sixth spots. Uh, as it stands right now, again, I imagine. We'll see Gavin Bayreuther at some point this season. If Carlson and Lennon clear waivers, they will probably get some time up this season. Um, but as it stands right now, the six defensemen that we will likely go with for opening night is Bean, Boquist, Gavrikov, Kukan, Peak, and Warensky, which I'm pretty happy with. Um, I especially liked Andrew Peak. I think he's done a lot of really good work this offseason. Uh, I really liked his season in, in Cleveland last year. Um... And I think yeah, he's he's ready to take on the NHL. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see how he does playing regular NHL minutes against other NHL teams. Uh, goaltending is you know not really a surprise. It is Corpsalo and Muslikins. Um, Corpsalo I thought has looked pretty good in his couple of preseason games. Muslikins has also looked pretty solid. Uh, preseason is always tough for goalies because it tends to be either rookies play or you know prospects playing behind an NHL lineup or experienced guys playing against an AHL lineup so like the Blue Jackets lost 7-3 in St. Louis because they take they sent their AHL roster to play against the Blues NHL roster um and then they sent Corp Salo to play behind that so I'm not not mad about that loss I'm not surprised that that happened uh, and I don't think it's particularly indicative of Corp Salo himself um you know, playing behind an AHL lineup versus an NHL lineup is, it is what it is, it probably sucked to be in, but it's over, um, and I imagine, you know, we've, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast before, I imagine Muslikis will get the bulk of the start unless, you know, injury, or he has a slump, or etc, etc, but yeah, there's no, no real surprises in terms of this roster, I don't think, um, I would have liked to see Liam Foody stick around. I would have liked to see Kevin Stenland stick around. But we needed 23 guys. Chinakov has played his way into the roster. Um, Sillinger, I don't know if he will stick around all season. But he was a, I thought he was a standout in the game against Pittsburgh. Um, Hoffman has been a little lackluster. I don't know that he will stick around um, for the entire season. You know, there's there's room to move around there's room for some of these guys and um again you know guys like Liam Foodie I would rather have him playing on the top line in the AHL rather than sitting in the press box in the NHL or getting kind of fourth line minutes so no no real surprises anything like that but you'd like to see Foodie working hard in the AHL to make it back to the NHL um in a minute let's talk about the monsters now that we have kind of for all intents and purposes a monsters roster to look at but first i want to tell you about direct tv 
Does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V dot com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Welcome back to Lockdown Blue Jacket, thank you for making us your first listen every day. Uh, make sure you check out the Crosschecks live NHL season preview show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. You can find it on the Lockdown NHL YouTube page on October 12th. Uh, that is tomorrow between 6 and 7 p.m. Eastern. Andrew and Mary are going to be teeing up the new NHL season with a look at the key storylines around the league featuring drop-ins from our roster of local NHL hosts, some fantasy insights from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Scott Cullen, and some award and Stanley Cup playoff predictions. So make sure you check that out. Again, that is... 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, uh, that is Tuesday, October 12th. So let's let's talk monsters, because uh, training camp is kind of picking up for those guys, and uh, they had a really good season last season. I think they're probably going to, I think they've brought back most of the same players. There are a couple of uh, guys Missing, um, we've got a brand new starter goaltender with Daniil Tarasov, who kind of played a little bit uh, last season. I think he played eight games, um, so that should be interesting. Uh, we've also got J.F. Barube playing for us there. Um, that should be fun. He was quite good last season. Uh, he is a very, very solid uh a very solid backup in the AHL or a um, potential starter in the AHL. So that I think he'll be a really good veteran presence. The kind of the, he'll be the the Brad Thiessen of the season. Uh, in terms of other guys, like I said earlier, there's no real surprises. Um, forwards, we've got Cole Castles, Adam Hooker, Tyler Sakura, Carson Meyer, Justin Scott, Josh Dunn, Jake Gordet, Tristan Mullen, Zach Jordan, Jake Slaker, Cole Fonstadt, Brent Gallant, Brandon Gaunt, and Tyler Angle with Max Humitz on a tryout contract. Uh, defensemen, we've got Olivier LeBlanc, Billy Sweezy, Gavin Bayreuther, Giovanni Velati, Dylan Simpson, Tim Burney, Craig, uh, Jake Christensen, Thomas Schemitz, and Cole Clayton. Obviously, uh, with those guys will be Kevin Stenland and Liam Foody and, you know, all of the, the guys that are sitting on on waivers or just got sent down the other day. And then in goaltenders, we've got Cam Johnson, Jeff Berube, Daniil Tarasov. Uh, Jet Greaves has been assigned to the Kalamazoo Wings, which is the Blue Jackets uh, ECHL affiliate. But I imagine he will probably be around for at least some of training camp. He'll probably get some time, depending, again, on injuries and whatnot. Um, I assume Cam Johnson is ECHL bound as well, but Jack Greaves, I feel like, will probably be the first guy called up if the Monsters need a goaltender in a hurry. Um, so, yeah, the, the Monsters were quite a good t- season. The Monsters had quite a good season 
last year, um, or I guess earlier this year, it's been a weird, uh, last season was weird, um, I imagine they will do much the same this season, um, different being they've lost a couple of their top guys um, in, you know, I'm thinking guys like Andrew Peake, who should be in the NHL full-time this season, um, but they've also added some guys, you know, I imagine they'll get most of a season of uh, Tyler Angle and Carson Meyer, who really kind of took off last season. They've got some promising new guys. Um, I imagine we'll see Cole Sillinger there. We might see Chinakov there. We might see Gregory Hoffman down in Cleveland, especially, you know, in when the playoffs come. If the Blue Jackets don't make it, but the Monsters do, uh, we'll likely see those guys kind of playing big minutes down there. So I'm super excited for the um, Cleveland Monsters this season. I think, honestly, they might be more fun to watch than the Blue Jackets, but we'll uh, we'll see. If you want more um, Monsters talk, friend of the show, Deanna Weinheimer, uh, she has a new season of her podcast, Monsters Musings, uh, and joining her will be Andrew Guarino and also me. So that will be a weekly Tuesday podcast, so you can find the first episode tomorrow. Uh, or the first episode with me, I should say. Uh, we'll be talking all things monsters on there, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of it for for monsters news. Hopefully, we'll have a little bit more uh, by tomorrow. We'll know if Stenland and Letton and Carlson have cleared waivers. Uh, we'll probably know a little bit more about lines, things like that. So I will keep you guys all updated. Uh, in a minute, we're going to jump to our mailbag segment. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. You know by now, I know by now, Built Bar is incredible. They are the best tasting protein bar on the market. If you, like me, are trying to eat a little bit healthier to try and shift some of that lockdown weight, but also you love delicious candy bars, Built Bar is for you because it is a protein bar. It's high in protein low in sugar, low in carbs, low in calories, uh, high in everything good, low in everything bad, but it tastes exactly like a candy bar, and that's honestly the best of both worlds, if you ask me. They've got a ton of delicious flavors, from cherry barcia, to mint brownie, to cookies and cream, to salted caramel. There's something for everyone at Built Bar, and here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. So, as always, I've got some pretty good questions from you guys, so we'll we'll get right into it. With the start of the regular season, how do you think guys do over the first 20 games? Um, historically, the Blue Jackets have kind of been slow starters. Um, I think they, they might flip the script a little bit this season. I think the first kind of 20 games, I don't think they'll be too bad. I think there's going to be a lot of like 5-4, 4-3 wins and losses. Um, I think guys like Sillinger and Chinikov might surprise people. Um, I always think there was uh, Dylan Larkin's rookie season. He scored like 25 goals and everyone was like, how did this kid do it? And then you watch it and you realize, I think teams just didn't realize how fast he was. And so they weren't giving him the credit, essentially. Uh, and then he kind of had a dip his sophomore year because I think people had realized, oh, okay, yeah, this kid's real fast. Um, so you'd like to see kind of maybe the same thing happen with guys like Chinikov, who 
teams don't realize how good his shot actually is. Um, so that could really kind of carry us early in the season until people start to adjust. Um, obviously, on the flip side, we've got um, a brand new coach, brand new systems. Uh, we've got a lot of new faces on the team. It could take some time to gel. I think the preseason has looked pretty promising in, that, in uh, those things. So it could go either way. I hate doing that, like, oh, it could be one thing, but it also could be the opposite. But, like, the Blue Jackets are just that kind of team. It could go really well. It could go really badly. Um, and there's really no way to know until until it happens. Um, if I had to make a prediction, I would say that their first 20 games are probably pretty okay. Um, I'm, I'm not really a betting guy, but if I was, I would probably put money on the Blue Jackets starting strong and kind of fading out towards the end of the season. I don't think it'll be a slow start and then they'll ramp up as, as they usually do. They usually have a pretty strong finish to the season, but I think it's going to go the other way. Um, I feel like a lot of the preseason games went that way as well, where they had pretty good first and second periods, and then the third periods, the kind of the legs started to go, they started making mistakes. So I imagine that's kind of how the regular season's going to go. Strong start, and then as they get tired, as, you know, it's a lot of kids, they're not used to this full 82-game season, I think it'll probably fall apart a little bit later on. I would love to be proven wrong, but that's kind of, that's what I think is going to happen. Um... With all the injuries to names on rival teams, how does that change the Metro outlook? Yeah, I mean, uh, Malkin is out to start the season. Crosby, I think, is, is going to be back sooner than they thought. Uh, Ovechkin is week to week. He's got a lower body injury. Um, Vincent Trocek of uh, Carolina, obviously, he's not an elite player, but he's a very, very serviceable uh, top six guy. He's out day to day, I believe, with a leg injury. The Blue Jackets could take advantage of, of this. Again, I still don't think it's going to be enough to tip them over into like being actual contenders, but if they can take advantage of you know some broken teams at the start of the season, um, it could it could give them some confidence. It could help them build a little bit of momentum. I think it could. I don't know that it changes enough to make a difference, but I think um, in terms of, of the mental uh, aspect of, hey, we've won some games, maybe we're not terrible, I think taking advantage of that could be pretty, pretty solid. Uh, another question. Uh, without power play looking not entirely cursed, is the penalty kill going to fall apart? And could we possibly have both functioning at once? Unlikely. I feel like the penalty kill and the power play, I feel like teams are really only good at one. Um, some teams are good at both, but that's unfair. Um, and honestly... With this team, the way that they have played for the last two seasons, it's been very much okay. The penalty kill has been great. The power play has been awful. I genuinely do think that there's going to be a kind of a flipping, again, of, of the script. Um, the power play has looked really, really good in preseason. Again, you know, preseason, take it with a pinch of salt. Don't take anything as gospel. It could fall apart in the regular season. I don't think it was very good against Pittsburgh, but... Uh, we had Wierenski out of the lineup for that, so obviously that changes things around. You could put Boquist in there. Boquist gets taken off the second one, uh, and that puts Jake Bean on the second one. So, you know, it, it all kind of a little bit up in the air, a little bit uh, making it up as, as they go along. Um, if I had to choose, I think I would choose a good p a power play over a good penalty kill. Um, 
just because I think this prospect of scoring goals is going to be is going to be new and exciting for for the Blue Jackets. So that's kind of how how I'm thinking at the minute. Um, I also think that the penalty kill is going to suffer because all of our penalty killers are gone. Um, I talked about this a little bit last week. You know, the the only regular penalty killer that we've kept is you know is Boone Jenner um, and Gavrikov. Uh, Wernski does kill penalties, but you know I don't think we look to him as a penalty killer necessarily. Um, Seth Jones spent a lot of times on the penalty kill. Uh, Cam Atkinson was one of our premier penalty killers. Uh, Nick Foligno, David Tavares spent a lot of time on the penalty kill. You know we've lost a lot of our standard penalty kill guys. Uh, I've been really enjoying um, seeing Eric Robinson on the penalty kill. Cole Sillinger's been getting some penalty kill time, which has been fun. Um, I think Voracek has been been getting some penalty kill time. You know, there's there's aspects there where the penalty kill could be promising, but honestly, the the way that the team is built at the minute, it looks actually like the offense is going to be what's driving the bus instead of the instead of the defense. So I would not be surprised if the penalty kill uh, takes a dip, but the power play gets much improved, which probably means we'll sit at you know solidly middle of the league for both because that's how the Blue Jackets do. Um, and I think that's all the time I've got for today. Tomorrow uh, we'll look again a little bit at the Monsters. Uh, later on this week I'm going to be sitting down with Robin Leano of Locked on Coyotes and Erica Ayala of Locked on Kraken to look ahead to the first two games of the regular season which are happening on Thursday and Saturday. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to play some different teams. Um, we get to play the entire league this season. It's going to be very exciting. So uh, make sure you you stay tuned for that. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, have a great rest of your Monday and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.